This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Yeah, this is one of the craziest headlines that we've seen in a while here. Porn star Nacho Vidal, who sells aromatic candles shaped like male genitalia, arrested after death of man who inhaled psychedelic toad venom in mystic ritual. This is a real mm-hmm. headline. Uh, story has a picture of Nacho Vidal here. Do you recognize him, Jim? I don't, actually, unfortunately. Do you look familiar? <laughs> <laughs> Would you admit it if you did recognize him? Nope. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is a thing. People are licking toads to try and get high. Of course. It's, this uh, is like as old as time. I thought it was a wives' tale. All I know about licking toads is what I learned from this episode of Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> are you sure you're licking right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I don't get it. It's supposed to pack an awesome buzz. <laughs> But apparently, it's like, what is licking a toad? Why would that get you high? You know, Joe Rogan always talks about DMT. Apparently, yeah, that right. is what you get when you lick a toad. Certain toads. You get the DMT uh, high. Yeah, it's not all toads. So don't just go in your backyard or go down to the creek today and try and find some toads to lick. It's a rare species nati- native to the uh, the desert that stretches from Mexico into California and Arizona. Arizona uh, secretes a venom containing uh, some DMT. People compare the high to what you get when you do the what is it? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Mm, a little yeah. spiritual retreat. Love it. Don't lick any toads apparently, because this guy's dead now from from licking the toad venom. Nacho Vidal, porn star who had a great business going selling those scented uh, penis-shaped candles on <laughs> on social media. Now he's in going to jail for manslaughter. Juan knows so who this guy is. One one Spanish said he says everybody from Sp- he's from Spain, but all the Spanish countries know who he is. He's like a big uh, Spanish porn star, apparently. Jump on the air here. You know this guy. You recognize this porn star? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry for being so confident, but yeah. Well, I mean, we all know. We're all aware of some of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, and also, Juan is single through a global <laughs> pandemic, so he has been at home yeah. alone with a lot of time to kill. Nacho Vidal has been my best friend for the past three months. I'm kidding. And but. he loves candles. <laughs> yeah, I light some at home. So yeah, <laughs> I don't like the lick talking, like li- licking the toad. Licking but, the toad. Yeah. yeah but, but yeah, no. I, so you. Are you upset about this news then? Like uh, you obviously thought Nacho Vidal was a an upstanding citizen before this, I'm sure. <laughs> upstanding. Well, it's it's sad too because that guy is old. <laughs> like he's getting there. He is. I don't know how old is he, but I remember being a uh, in high school and knowing him, and he was already looking old. So I don't know how old is he right now, but <laughs> it's pretty mm-hmm. sad that yeah he has to go to jail for this, but. It's just you know you know some of stuff. I, I guess when sure. you, I guess when you've we been a know. porn star for for decades, eventually you're gonna look for other stuff to start licking. True, <laughs> which is where the toad comes in. Are you sure you're licking right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> porn star Nacho Vidal, who sells aromatic candles shaped like male genitalia, he's been arrested after the death of a man who inhaled a psychedelic dose of toad venom in a mystic ritual at Nacho Vidal's apartment or house. That headline had more twists than an M. Night Shyamalan movie. What is going on here? (laughs) 
<laughs> We've been getting some text messages here um, because Jim and I didn't know who Nacho Vidal was. But Juan the Colombian, who is back pressing buttons for us at the radio station, you recognize Nacho Vidal. Oh, yeah. As soon as you said the name, I was like, my ears just went like, whoop, what? Your ears went whoop, sure. sure. Your ears? (laughs) (laughs) What's up? (laughs) My ears are burning. (laughs) My ears perked up, among other things. Mike says, how does Juan know the name of a male porn star? Who knows the names of male porn stars? Listen, I'll I'll tell you something. And, like, again, I'm trying to (laughs) defend myself here. It's a big thing in Latin America, in Spanish countries. Like, if, if we have any Spanish people, please help me out here. Because it, it just, yeah, people talk about it. I don't know. Like, I, I, think it's, I think it's a big thing in every country if we're talking about Nacho <laughs> Vidal. No, I, exactly. But the thing is, like, in Latin America or anywhere, they just, they mention that name and people know. Even if you never seen anything from him like yeah. any film so he, he he would be he would be like uh latin america's ron jeremy i, I everybody knows who ron jeremy is yes yeah, yeah, now that you say that i've never actually seen ron jeremy in action i just know him from like you know because he's famous like he's boondock <laughs> saints you know mm-hmm. i've actually yeah never, reality tv yeah i've never actually seen him go to work but see, so that's uh, that's the thing though like for me i i know the name and and yeah, it's just like as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, okay, what happened now? <laughs> Is he in as, any trouble? As someone or? who who grew up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In the 80s, Jim, let me give you a piece of advice. Don't search out any Ron Jeremy movies. Yeah. I don't think that's something you need to expose yourself to at this point in your life. Slim pickings, though, for a young Taz back in the VHS days. Yeah. What's the name of this guy? <laughs> you know Ron Jeremy. No, oh no, no, you would you know, know his Latin. No, 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 you would know his Latin. Uh, his Latin cousin, Juan Jeremy. <laughs> Juan <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> he, he'd Juan always Jeremy. pop up as like the uh, the chief of police, or you sure. know, uh, Mario. I think he played Mario in a Mario Brothers porn parody. <laughs> okay. Just the greasiest looking fella. Uh, yeah. It, it, oh my back hair. god i know who he is i just google him and i'm just seeing right. pictures of him yeah this is the guy with the mustache <laughs> i think every, every every man who watches pornography could name at least one male porn stars i i, I would i will say though there's a lot of that guy mm-hmm. in in uh, pornography you know like when you're watching a, a hollywood movie and you'll be like oh that guy I recognize that guy. I don't know his name, but I recognize that guy. It's like, oh, that guy, what was he in? But with porn stars, it's like, oh, that guy, who was he in? (laughs) (laughs) And this is nice. We're already getting love letters this morning, Jim. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's go here. Uh, 
So if you guys are reporting that hydroxychloroquine doesn't prevent COVID-19, why are the other news stations down in the States reporting that hydroxychloroquine does prevent COVID-19? I guess you guys are fake news as well. Yeah, we're fake news. <laughs> we just had a, an update from Global News Radio at the top of the hour, and they said that um, McGill University was involved in a study on hydroxychloroquine they found that it doesn't work um we don't write the news uh but i i believe that is a story <laughs> i mean yeah, i get people calling things fake news but it's based on a mcgill study so is the if the it's fake study if that's the problem you have they're just reporting on it right yeah okay I, here I, I just pulled it up so it was a joint study which included McGill University, University of Minnesota, and the University of Alberta. This is the uh, this is the drug that Donald Trump has been pushing big time in the states, and he himself said that he's taking to prevent COVID nineteen. Researchers in this study found that the drug was not effective in preventing symptoms of COVID nineteen or the disease itself. Uh, this is not a failure per se. This is a successful completion of a trial, the resolution of a hypothesis with intention to move on and complete other trials that we've started. We had hoped the drug would work, but our study demonstrates that hydrochloroquine is no better than a placebo. Hmm. That was that was the, what the scientists found. That is, uh, it's a real thing that happened. And if you have an issue, you can take it up with McGill University. And in this person's defense, I mean, I don't know how to defend anything because it's, it's hard to know what's true out there. But there was a study, I think, done by some other place in the States that said, in fact, it was detrimental to your health. So if this McGill uh, study didn't find that then, then was that other study incorrect? Like, you know, what, what's real? I, it's 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 tough to to, to I'll find tell out you what's what. right there. Whoever whoever sent us that message, why don't you start taking hydroxychloroquine and let us know what happens? <laughs> if you're so confident, start popping it every every day with with your meals, and then call us in a couple weeks and tell us how you're doing. Just Do looks like a little Alka Seltzer. You can just pop it in a glass of water. Plop plop fizz fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. <laughs> I have a feeling. Uh, I have a feeling whoever sent that message isn't going to like this either. Uh, I love this. Donald Trump says he wasn't rushed into his bunker under the White House the other night. He he was on a radio show and he said that uh, he just went down there to inspect the bunker. Well, it was a false report. Uh, I wasn't down. I went down uh, during the day. And I was there for a tiny, little short period of time, and it was much more for an inspection. There was no problem during the day. And I go down, I've gone down two or three times, all for inspection. There was never a problem. We never had a problem. No, nobody ever came close to giving us a problem. The Secret Service does an unbelievable job of, of maintaining control in the White House. Hashtag Bunker Baby doesn't like that people have been calling him weak for hiding in his in his bunker so he says that it was it just you know he was down there testing the fire alarms making sure they were working had the tape the president measure of the united states yeah he just wanted to make sure that the wi-fi signal was okay down there check the fridge to make sure there was some some cold beverages 
in the fridge that all the supplies were, were ready, just in <laughs> case the, he did need the bunker at some point, he had to inspect it. Why not just say, like, if there's people, would you blame a president for going to the bunker if there's people burning stuff outside the White House? Wouldn't that be protocol? Like, yeah. Uh, if they like, breach, why not just if say, they breach the defenses then you'd think that the president would be rushed down there. And and that's what I had people, because I tweeted yesterday after I, I tweeted this uh, this story about him inspecting the bunker. And uh, my tweet was, that's like saying I didn't get scared and crap myself. I was just testing the strength of my underwear. And people were like, "Well, there was people breaching the the White House. They were they were getting in in past the defenses. Of course, they're going to rush the president down to the bunker." And I agree with that. But the president is saying that's not what happened. He went down there to inspect it. It's he can never admit any weakness or perceived weakness help. either. He just can't help but lie. He just went mm-hmm. down there to make sure there was plenty of hydrochloroquine in the <laughs> closets to make sure uh, he'd have his supply in case he had to go down there eventually. It was an inspection. Are you ready to go back and dine inside fast food restaurants? What do you think, Jim? Are you there yet? Inside? I'm inside. ready for the drive-through. I don't know if I don't know if I feel like going in. Yeah, a recent uh, poll asked people if they're ready to go back to fast food restaurants, and the majority of people saying no. 25% say it'll take them at least another month before they, they'd go back inside a fast food restaurant. 15% of people saying it'll be another year or longer before they dine in instead of taking really. Out. I de- yeah, right. The first time they smell somebody walk by with some sweet nuggets, they're not going to stay away. <laughs> While we're on the subject of fast food, check out this headline. Man goes berserk in Callwood, B.C. after drive through forgets mustard on burger. <laughs> Man flew in a violent rage at a Vancouver <laughs> Island Wendy's after staff forgot to put mustard on his burger, according to police. Wendy's staff members called police after the man exited his car, began striking a plexiglass barrier that separates the restaurant takeout window. Suspect got out of his car, was yelling at the staff. He ripped uh, the barrier off the wall eventually. Oh, man. Threw the plexiglass barrier underneath another vehicle in the parking lot. Just losing it. Described as a white man in his 50s with a medium build. He had a bald head and a reddish-brown beard. Hmm. You know, I. this is crazy, but honestly, if I went through the drive-thru and they screwed up my Baconator after three months of no fast food, I'd be pretty pissed, too. If it was your you first know, burger. Yeah, yeah. And just the the way the world is right now, everyone is is they're walking that fine line. Everyone is one mishap away from their breaking point right it's now. It's just building and building and building. Yeah. <laughs> what I love about this is uh, it was an opportunity for uh, someone to say, "Sir, this is a Wendy's," <laughs> <laughs> but for real. <laughs> But for real, yeah. <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. 
Uh, police are asking if you have any information on the, the mustard freakout guy to get in touch with them. Got a text message here from Dave. Dave says, I can kind of relate with the guy who freaked out at the drive-thru. It's so frustrating when they get your order wrong, especially when they screw up breakfast and you're late for work. Hmm. It's not the drive-thru people's fault that you're late for work, Dave. Yeah. I mean, if you're ordering a meal through a drive-thru, it's, you know, you never know how long it's going to take, you know, especially uh, like Tim Hortons because they're rushing through coffee and stuff like that. I don't think they've ever screwed up my breakfast, but it's busy. You know, you gotta, you gotta be able to accept that there might be a mistake. Well, you know, I've got some food allergies, so I make some pretty intricate uh, orders and, and modify a lot of items mm. when I'm ordering at the drive-thru, and they do pretty regularly screw it up. But I, I mm. try to be understanding because they're so used to making it one way, and if you try and, and get it done a special way, like, I don't want this, can you add this, and then the chance that they're going to make a mistake is increased greatly. So I, 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 I take a deep breath. I calmly go back around, or I may go actually inside to the restaurant when you can do that kind of thing and just explain the situation. I, I don't uh, get out of the vehicle and start damaging property. And I also think it's harder to work at a drive-thru than people give uh, them credit for. Every once in a while, I'll do like the McHappy Day or the Tim Hortons Camp Day or whatever, and it is overwhelming. Stressful, man. Yes. You got people yelling at you over that speaker nonstop. It's it's just go, go, go during the, yeah. the peak times. And the other thing is these people are working during a pandemic. You know, they forgot mustard on your burger, but they're showing up to work to keep you fed <laughs> yeah. every day. Still what got... happened to that whole thing? <laughs> yeah, aren't they essential heroes? Come on. Yeah, what happened you to cut the them some essential slack. heroes? <laughs> you still got a damn mustard. burger. Go, Keep go to the mustard. superstore. Yeah. Keep some mustard packets in your glove box, just in case. <laughs> if it's a make or break on your life, <laughs> then you should probably have some emergency mustard on hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would also uh, make rather than forget an ingredient than put one on you didn't want. You know what I mean? An extra ingredient. If you mm -hmm. didn't want mustard, it's a lot harder to take mustard off a burger than it is to put mustard on a burger. Yes. Good point, Jim. Look at the positive in the situation. <laughs> Try and find that, that silver lining. Try and find that yellow lining, that <laughs> mustard-colored lining to that cloud. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.